0: Hey kids, it's me, it's your dude, it's your robots, and we're back with another super exciting, super fun episode of World's Famous. We're gonna start off with some uh, some more stuff from the food cube lab, then we're gonna open some spooky wookie cards, gonna talk about a scary action figure, it's gonna be a lot of fun this week, we got a lot going on, so with all that said, Grandmaster Master Grandpa kicked that beat.
1: 4K IC robot, I am on the tech 12th, this is one time for your mind.
2: the world's famous ic robots show as we enter the scene ic robots is in his lab the house is surrounded by food cube zombies and ic robots looks very tired and on the verge of sleep
0: hey guys this is me ic robots and i'm i'm at the uh, at the earth base i'm in the lab i'm still working away you guys you can hear these food cube zombies outside at the uh, after I finished recording last week, I guess Malcolm Stillwater from Pooptronics sent some uh, zombies my way. They they broke off from a herd downtown and they came my way. And they've uh, they've been cool, man. They've been fine. They're they're following all the laws. They're out past the sidewalk and they're not they're not really doing anything that I can complain about except for making a lot of noise. And it's really kind of uh, kind of annoying. But um, it's. It's not the end of the world as much as uh, he would like it to, like it to be. They're just I don't know, dude. They're just milling about out there. I imagine they're bothering the neighbors more than they're bothering me. I'm uh, I'm keeping it up here in the head. Stop, stop. That's uh, that's the kid's cat, Bacon. Bacon's been uh in love with me lately because I've been feeding her wet food. So he's pestering me all the time. Stop stops but uh, she meows a lot she's a nice cat but I I've been working away trying to find something uh, to I can use to get the stuff that's contained within the food cubes to separate from the rest of the food cube and in theory separate from the human form if ingested I've been trying I've been trying everything to be honest everything I can get my hands on here in the house and nothing nothing seems to work but uh, I've made a decision I've made a major decision. I, I'm going to open one of these cans of tab that I got last week. I think that I deserve it. I got um, I got my tab glass. It's uh it's kind of shaped in like the form of figure eight, like the perfect form, and uh, it says tab on it. I like it a lot, dude. It's going to be fun to finally drink a tab out of this glass after uh, go away, stop it. Years of not having any tab. Let's uh, let's crack this open. Oh, that's. Still has some carbonation. We're gonna pour it into the tab glass here, and uh... Bacon, Daggett, are you are you kidding me? That she spilled my glass on the floor. It's uh, it's everywhere. Bacon, get just get out of here. I go, just go, please go. What is that? Hold on. The tab is dissolving the, the stuff. It's dissolving the food cube. Eureka, we found it!
2: Don't you want to have a good shape? Don't you want to have a good shape? He wants you with a good shape. Don't you want to have a good shape? He wants you with a good shape. Shape with tab
1: Enjoy Tav and keep your shape in shape. Be a mind picker.
2: Now let's return to Earth. Let's open a pack of weird trading cards. Charlie Brewster is about to discover there are some very
1: good reasons to be afraid of the dog.
0: Look, I know it's crazy. I know that. But
2: What happens if you go into that house alone and he gets you?
0: Frightened. If you love being scared, it'll be the night of your life. Frightened. Frightened. Now at select theaters. Check newspapers for showtimes. Hey, this is me and we are back. I've moved to a different part of the house. I'm 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 kind of like deeper in more toward the center and I have the door shut and you can you can barely hear the food cube zombies from this this distance because they're off on the main street and I I got I got a couple doors in between them and us. But uh this is another trading card segment sent to us by our guy Preston from the Wayback Attack. He he and his friend Brian do the show. I think they're on a every two week schedule. You can, well, you can find him at squared stiff on the tweets. The pod is called Wayback Attack. It's really a lot of fun. Once I got into it, I went back and I listened to all the back episodes. I thought they were all fun. They, they just uh, I don't know, man. Very nostalgic stuff. Very good stuff. But he sent me this. He sent me this idea to open up some, uh, spooky-wooky cards on our spooky dookie uh, Halloween episode, which is, which is this one right here, if you hadn't noticed already, but, uh, the first spooky-wooky cards we opened was last week, I did some Ghostbusters 2 cards, this week, I saved the good ones for last, I have a pack of Fright Flicks in my hand right now, this is kind of a more wide-ranging horror movie-type, uh, trading card set. You got, like, slashers like Freddy and Killers like Jason, and there's all kinds of stickers, all kinds of crazy stuff. This is this is a fairly popular card set as, uh, as non-sports cards go. Let's, um, let's pull up the trading... the the checklist, rather, over at a Trading Card Database. That's where... That's where I find most of my info for these kind of things, tradingcarddatabase.com, TCDB. Let's let's open that up. The cards come in a, I'm thinking 90-card set. There's 90 cards in this set. The first ones are stickers, and there's different pictures from different movies and things. I got to admit... My knowledge of slasher films and, like, 80s horror films is not that great. I I was prone to nightmares when I was younger, you know, just, like, wimpy kid stuff. So I, I tended to stay away from scary movies because nightmares are whack, dude. When you're a baby and you have, like, a scary dream, it seems so real. It's so terrible. It's so whack. I'm not saying that, like, I was wrecked by nightmares, but scary movies gave me nightmares. So I stayed away from them. I was a wist. But, uh... I still haven't caught up on a lot of those. You know, I have the basic knowledge of the uh, general mythology of things, but I'm not like an insider expert. The cards are from 1988. They're produced by Topps, the Topps company of uh, Pennsylvania. Printed in the good old U.S. of A. You get nine cards, one sticker, and one stick of gum. The gum has been atomized. I can hear it dusting up in there. I'm sure you can hear it as well. Let's, uh... Let's open this up. Shake the dust into the can. I'm not going to dare chew on that. Let's flip the cards around a little bit. See what we got. The first one I got is a Slimer from Ghostbusters and he says, uh, I visit my dentist once a year. Unfortunately, he died. And they're showing Slimer's gross teeth. Then, oh, this is a scary one. This is from, uh, what movie is this? Something scary here, man. They are chopping this guy open. It's from Dead Films, 1985, Day of the Dead. This is a Day of the Dead zombie card, and they're doing some kind of horrific experiments on this zombie. Very. These cards are pretty intense. I gotta say, the next one is, uh... From the movie Vengeance, the demon. It's some scary lady ghost kind of thing. I'm not really familiar with this one either. Then we are on... uh, Somebody... Oh, my gosh. He's putting a screwdriver through his hand. It's from Fright Night. That's the card that's on the pack. The different wrappers... Are from different films. I know there's like a Freddy Krueger one. The Freddy Krueger one is the one everybody wants. The Fright Night's one that I bought is less desirable. These only cost like seven dollars for the for the pack, but the Freddy ones go for much much more. But I cared more about what was inside the pack than the uh, the wrapper, so I didn't I didn't really mind that. Let's let's skip ahead. Then we have uh, another one from Fright Night. That's kind of cool too from the movie that we were we were repping. And then here's the sticker, the sticker for the pack. It's Freddy Krueger in a television. It's pretty scary. On top, his head has like the antennas coming out. Let's, let's set that one aside. Then there's another one from Fright Night, a scary. This is actually the one that's on the pack. It says, man, that soup is hot. And it has this scary lady's face with all these teeth. That's the one that's on the pack. That's pretty cool. And then there's another one. I'm thinking this is from a Freddy movie as well. A Nightmare on Elm Street 2. It's a picture of a dude standing there and, like, Freddy's face is coming out of his stomach. Very gross. We'll put that aside. Then we got another one of Freddy and it says, All right, bring back the lighter for the refund. I'm not sure what the joke represents here, but he's strangling some guy in in suspenders. And that's, that's scary, too. Nightmare on Elm Street 3. And then the next one is also from Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Oh, this scene I know. This one is, uh... When Freddy's like the worm, he's like a giant worm and he's eating some some girl. It's really, really disgusting. Let's take a. <laughs> these cards are pretty intense, man. Pretty, pretty scary. Let's hop over to uh, eBay right now, and we're gonna, we're just gonna do like a quick poke around and see what um what are the cards that people are most looking for, in this set. We'll just go for like highest shipping plus highest rate. We can get a whole pack of these. For 500 bucks, you can go as low as 255 for a whole box of 36 packs. And then the uh, most, I just want to see the single card. You can get the whole thing, the entire set for 100 if you just wanted to go that way. But what is the best single card in the set? My gut says it's probably something with Freddy on it, but I know, I know not that for sure. Let's see. It looks to me, from what I can see, the Freddy Krueger sticker is the most expensive single card that people have up. You can find that with like 20 bucks. I can see how that is a nice uh, nice image of Freddy right there. I wish I knew more about this whole genre, so I could really I could really break it down for you. Here's a set of just the stickers. Somebody wants 40 bucks. The Predator sticker Somebody has a graded one of that. It's graded 8.5. They want 60 bucks for that. Here's another one of the Predator graded 60 dollars. No graded Freddy's or anything. This one here is a uh, number 75 in the set. It's Freddy. Someone wants 20 bucks for that. Another one from Fright Night. Someone wants 20 bucks shipping for that. Overall, it looks like people want packs, or they want a. Uh, and complete set. So there is that man. I really lost my train of thought on that one. I started looking at these scary images and I kinda I kinda got a little creeped out as it were. I don't have a big history with these uh kind of slasher films. I really honestly don't. I have gotten into horror movies over the past however many years and I I'm versed in the classic horror films, you know, your alien, your psycho, things like that. But uh I didn't get into the whole slasher genre during the uh, during the eighties. That wasn't my thing. I was too much of a chicken. I watched wrestling and played with G.I. Joes instead. Up next, uh, Japanese League Baseball. This week in Japanese League Baseball. This week on. This week in Japanese League Baseball, we're going to take a look at one of three teams remaining in playoff contention, the Tohuko Rakuten Golden Eagles. Thanks to a 3-1-1 one, one week against three different opponents, they are practically a lock for the playoffs and even an outside chance of moving up in the standings. Their shutout win over the Hawks on Wednesday and their victory over the Marines on Thursday showed that they are worthy of the playoffs. They are 5.5 games up on the Hawks for the third point.
2: the The Yakult Yakult Sparrow.
0: This week was supposed to finally challenge maybe even slow down Down the the red red hot hot bird. bird. They swept through the Giants in the first half of the week, allowing just two runs in three games and then taking two of three against the Tigers. The first of those games earned them a magic number, number of 11, 11, and the finale saw them outlast the Tigers in a 4-plus-hour four four plus 6-4 four four win, 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 which featured 25, 25 stranded, stranded runners, runners between the two teams. That is This Week in Japanese League Baseball.
1: That was This Week in Japanese League Baseball. There is only one man who
0: can strike fear in the hearts of the mutants. Only one man with the power to seize control of the Tri Solar Galaxy. No matter what it takes, only the most powerful man in the universe. E-Man. E-Man. E-Man.
2: This is the Mo Two Minute with the man who sold Caldo the acid that burnt off his face. I, I see rewards.
0: Back in the day. When I was coming up at uh, 6.30 was when I arose every morning, 6.30 a.m. This is unrelated. We'll get back to the uh, to the Motu talk. But 6.30 is when I got up, and I would lay in bed for a while you know, while I, while I got the slumber out of, out of my eyes. And I would watch either an episode of The Flintstones on Channel 2, KO, uh, KTVU, Channel 2, or Channel 20, which was K-O-F-Y, had Bullwinkle. I would watch either Bullwinkle... Or the, uh, Flintstones. And for a while, I would watch, you know, like, heavily Bowwinkle, and then I would get sick of watching that, and I would switch back to the Flintstones. But in my head, there was always, like, this, uh, alternate universe where e- each of the different characters lived. There was, like, the Bowwinkle universe, and, uh... That just didn't have, like, the long-term life that some of these other character universes had. They're sort of... Bowwinkle's sort of like the Charlton comics of, uh characters in that I don't necessarily mean he was absorbed into something else but he was big for a while and then the uh the other bigger ones just kept motoring on and he is largely not forgotten but not as well remembered as you know your flintstones or or your whatnot but uh Winkle was Winkle was absolutely brilliant dude such a great cartoon I loved it so much but uh anyway we're here we're here to talk uh talk about he-man stuff and your dude did actually factually get upon a he-man thing the the dog is right here around my feet. She does not like these guys outside, dude. She is barking and barking at them all the time. I, I feel for her. Like I'm fine. I don't. I don't go out that much, but uh, she's a little upset about it. But I was over at the Walmart and I got the He-Man and the Masters of the Universe Skeletor and Panther Power Attack set. This is this is the new show that they got over on uh, Netflix. It's more more for kids. Which is dope because you know He-Man is for the kids, dude. So I dig it. I haven't had the chance to check it out. I'm gonna check it out. I, I will at least give it like a look see to see if it's cool or not. It might be. I don't know. I'll check it out. But uh, I saw this at the Walmart, and I decided to give it a gave it a look see. I think it was 16.99. I don't I don't remember exactly, but it's a figure. And a motorcycle. In this version, Panther is a, a motorcycle, so that's that's a new one. He rides a hog. He rides a Harley. But uh, what do we know about uh, what do we know about good old Skeletor?
2: Skeletor is the main antagonist of the Masters of the Universe franchise and is the most dangerous threat on Eternia. His only goal is power, and to that end, he will not rest until he possesses the secrets of Castle Grayskull, which will enable him to become master of the universe. This places him in direct conflict with the only man powerful enough to stop him. He manned.
0: That's basically it, dude. That's the, uh, the ins and outs of Skeletor. You know who he is. There is rumors that Skeletor is actually, factually King Randor's brother. Which would make him uh, He-Man's uncle. I I think there's always an interesting dynamic between somebody and, and, and their uncle. Especially as you go into adulthood. Like me, me and my uncle go see movies together. We haven't done it in a long time because of everything going on. But we for a while had a nice streak of movies. We had this deal going on. We were just seeing like the most awful movies every time. Like Rambo. Like the Fast and Furious movies. When I say awful I don't mean like awful awful. I mean like you know. These kind of movies that are the action-oriented movies that your uncle would like. So we went to see, like, Fast and Furiouses and things like that. And it was always a hoot, dude. He's a cool guy, a really great guy. I gotta, I gotta call him up. But, um, I, I worry. You know, they're, they're older than me and I worry. So I don't want to encourage him to go to the movies or anything. But I should just call him up anyway. But, uh, anyway, what I have right here is this, a cool Skeletor on a motorbike. Let's get him out of here. Let's see how we're gonna go about doing that. There's one, one snip right here. One snip right here. Got the B doll Sassoon brand snippy snips. And I'm... I think that might be it. The figure is also snipped in here. Yeah, there's one more snip to get Skeletor out. Snip. So let's see. Oh, they're both out. Not that bad. The uh, motorcycle is... One more snip, there's a piece of protective plastic on the motorcycle, which is nice, you know, the packaging is opened, so it's nice to have this plastic here to help, help keep the item from getting damaged, the motorcycle doesn't really have any sort of like, I thought maybe it was like a pullback thing, like you would pull it back, and it would go forward, but it doesn't in fact do that, it's cool though, the, let's set that aside, the figure is, let's see, one, two points at the hips, and his arms move up and down. He's like a four or five point because his waist twists. Very similar to like an old school He-Man. Like he doesn't have elbows or wrists. But uh, his arm goes back and forth and pops. He comes with an accessory as well. Let me get that. He has the uh, he has the Havoc Staff. I didn't know they called it that until I saw I heard Evil But he has the Havoc Staff which fits into his hand pretty well. It's a more stylized version. It's kind of spooky. It's kind of almost Disney style. But uh... The figure has some armor. Doesn't look like it would easily come off, but I bet you could get it to come off if you, if you really wanted to. I think that alone, the figures are nine ninety nine. I've seen so far only him and the motorcycle, and they had a He-Man and the motorcycle. But you know, given the choice, Skeletor trumps He-Man every time. He-Man's a simp, but uh, I, I think it's pretty cool. I kind of bought him to see if like I could sit my normal Skeletor on this motorcycle. So that he would have a hog when he goes into battle. But uh, this figure you know is pretty dope on his own. I like the I like the style, to be honest. I don't think that he uh, is any any disgrace to the lineage of Skeletor. He has some neon, which is okay, but I don't really, you know, he's not a disgrace. like you could easily be. Skeletor is a lot to live up to. He's purple. He's green, he has some yellow, his face is green, straight up green, neon green with uh, red eyes. His motorcycle's wheels are the same neon green as his face, as is the seat. He goes on the motorcycle good enough, dude. It's like a long, like a uh, like a chopper, is that what you call it when it has the long uh, front? It's cool though, dude, and I bet you the normal Skeletor would fit on there pretty neat, so I... I consider this, uh, purchase well spent, dude. I don't know where I'm going to put this motorcycle. I don't know where I'm going to put him, but I'll find somewhere up there. I gotta, I gotta open that. I have something up there that I have to open. I put it up there for some reason with the He-Man stuff instead of the stuff that needs to be opened. It's like long since, uh, gone past expiration of when I should have popped that open and checked it out. But, uh, you know, at some point, at some point I will definitely do that. But, uh, yeah, man i got to check out the cartoon. If any of you guys checked it out, the new He-Man, the one that's for kids, not the one that Kevin Smith, if you have, hit me up on the tweets at at Robots and let me know because I'm curious of what you guys think. I haven't heard anywhere near as much about it as I had about the other one. Let's uh, let's move forward into something else. We'll have have a little more fun. We'll be right back.
2: This is a message from the world's famous Anti-Food Cube Council for Health and Exercise.
1: Hello, this is Gérard Depardieu. You might know me from movies like My Father the Hero. Whatever the case may be. I am here to say to you. Do not eat Food Cube or any other American junk food. It is terrible for you and from what I am told. It can turn you to a zombie like in the famous French film, When the Night Attacks the World. It is quite good. Try and eat better food. Maybe try some herb cheese or dried that. This is Gérard Depardieu. Best wishes.
2: This is a message from the world's famous Anti-Food Cube Council for Health and Exercise. Up next, a look at this week's flea market acquisitions.
1: Maybe try some hard cheese or that.
0: Honestly, you could do a lot worse than trying some hard cheese or a dot, a date. Cheese or that, as it were. Big shout out to Gerard Dipperdu for joining us on uh on the show. It's nice to know that he's on the good side of history as far as like as far as healthy eating and uh food cubes and such. So big shout out, big shout out to our guy Gerard Depardieu. Uh Let's see. It was it was like a relatively uneventful uh week at the flea market this past week. We did go. We got up late. I was I was tired. I've been tired lately. I've been needing more sleep. I don't, I don't know what's up with that. I think it's just kind of it's just kind of the world is becoming a little colder, the seasons are changing and I want to I want to stay in bed a bit longer. So we we did so, but we did get there and I I found some stuff. I found a few stuffs. Let me um let me reach over here first. I got four one, two, three, four sports cards and one uh one other card. The cards I got are from Sport Illustrated for Kid Magazine. What would you do to get your kids to read? Food TV. Food TV. Maybe try some out cheese or drink that. Now you don't have to bargain or plead to get your kids to read. Just give them Sports Illustrated for Kids. They're excited to read it. He's always reading and always asking us questions. Kids love everything. Sportsmanship. Kids love everything.
2: Self-esteem.
0: Kids love everything. Teamwork. Kids love everything. Your kids will love getting it in the mail with their name on it. Kids Kids love love everything. everything. Call Call now and use your credit card totally remember, uh, Sports Illustrated for Kids. I was in school, I think, at, like, the ninth grade, maybe, or so. I wasn't quite in high school, so I'm thinking it was, like, ninth grade here, and they, they handed out these flyers in gym class for everybody to subscribe to Sports Illustrated for Kids, and my brother got them too at his school, and, and my parents decided to go with him, and he got the subscription And we would, we would share it, but the, the magazine came with cards. It had a sheet of cards that you could pull out, it was like perforated edges, and then you could like tear apart the cards, they were all perforated, and they had like various athletes and stuff, sports personalities at the time. There are, there are some interesting rookies in the set that I think that like, I think the most valuable one overall is this Tony Hawk rookie card from series one, but then there's also, like, a Serena Williams, because they continued, like, they continued doing this for years and years and years, uh, the magazine and the cards. I, I remember having a set, and I remember thinking they were really cool, but this is what I, this is what I remember most. The magazine was in my brother's name, so he had dibs on the cards when they came, which is, which is fair is fair, so I had to make some trades, because I wanted the card set, because I was into cards, and I had, I had a friend whose parents, uh, got him to get the magazine, but he wasn't, into sports and or cards, so I traded him something. I, I don't know what. Probably, probably some comic books or something like that because I really wanted to have series one. But then, like over the years, they just got discarded, which is which is what leads them to have some value today. But I found these here. I got Pete Sampras. This is the Pete Sampras rookie. It's a uh, very valuable. It's like two ninety nine. Then I got Nancy Kerrigan, her rookie as well. Also like a dollar. Then I got Andre Agassi. This is the second year of Andre Ags, and then I got Greg Louganis, Greg Louganis rookie card, and somebody named Marcelo Balboa, I got these, I think they're fun, I enjoy having them, here's, here's something a little interesting, I was walking around to the flea market, and I saw a dude had a bunch of uh, wax packs, baseball packs, on his table, and he told me they were only 50 cents, so I started looking through those, and I noticed he had other cards, and that's where that's where I found these beauties, but after I was all done looking, and I ended up looking for quite a while, because he had, like, he had, like, three or four boxes of, uh, non-sports cards and various other, like, oddities, like these, you know, um, Sports Illustrated for Kids, and I went through, I went through everything, because there wasn't a ton of flea market that week, so I focused on this table here, but then, um, later after, you know, I was all done, and I made my purchases and everything, the, the wife was like, oh, that guy is, uh, He's Mark's cousin. Mark is her brother. He's my, uh, you know, brother-in-law, and this guy is his cousin, so in some weird way, I'm related to this guy, which is, which is kind of funny, because he had no idea, and had no idea, it's, you know, it's like a legal relations, but, you know, it's kind of, kind of funny. I also got Alita Ford from the Pro Set uh, Superstars music cards. I would imagine this is Alita Ford's rookie, and is therefore. Like impossibly valuable, I would imagine the value on this is like off the charts. I then, then I got uh This is more of just like a fun memento. I got these uh, for free. The guy just handed them to me. He didn't. He he didn't want to sell them at all. He just had them there on the table. Sometimes people will come and they just put like boxes of stuff out, like big boxes of stuff strewn all over the place. And if you pick like a couple weird things in there, because most of it's junk, but if you find like a couple of weird things in there, you know, like maybe like a matchbook or whatever from a business you used to, you used to enjoy. Usually the guy will just comp you on it, but that's, that's what happened here. I got three bumper stickers from KX. FX 101.7, The Fox Radio. Back in the day, The Fox was like the hard rock station for our area. It was the station of choice for your rocker dudes. They would play everything from, like, you know, Led Zeppelin up until, like, more modern stuff like Limp Bizkit. And every rocker dude was bumping The Fox at all times in their car. On on the back of this, it's kind of cool, there's two coupons. One is for Blockbuster Video. It's good for one free rental at the Santa Rosa or Sonoma stores not value not valid with a new release but you know you can come get a stock title you can get an older movie and then the second one is from uh rainbow records rainbow records was down the street from my house when i was living with my folks over on a over near downtown i'd go down there sometimes now it's a a pool supply store but at one point it was like a pretty big record store and we would hit it up all the time because it was within like it was within like shot, and they, they sold used stuff. So we'd go and see what, um, what kind of used things they had. But, uh, the coupon is $2 off CDs and a dollar off, uh, vinyls. At the Santa Rosa and Sonoma locations, there's also an ad for Joe Satriani, the extremist. That's not good in today's parlance. It includes Summer Song, the extremist, and his friends. Joe Satriani, the extremist, and his friends. That's... That's a loaded one. Oh, here we go. This, this uh, coupon expires August 1999. So we know that that is somewhere around that time. So this is, this is over 20 years old. The Fox got replaced by a country western station, if I remember correctly. And there was just like, there was an uproar. This is back when we had TV 50 news and they covered this uh, protest at the offices of the Fox, there were like rockers lined up with like signs and stuff that were just like, we don't want you to change your format, but they did, and I don't don't even know what it is now, I do not know, I think that 101.7 is like a pop station, like a teen, like a teeny bop, not like a radio Disney, but just like straight up, you know, like Billie Eilish and things like that, that, uh, the youth like, like if you watch TikTok, you would probably listen to, uh, listen to this station, but it's cool to have this, I got three of these, actually three of these bumper stickers, I've scanned them in, hop on over to icyrobots.com and you can see the scans, they're pretty cool man, it's worth it just for the uh, blockbuster coupon, I don't know if I got, I don't know if I got anything else, it was kind of slim pickings, we went there, then we also went to Sebastopol, and in Sebastopol I got some fruit, but I don't know if I got anything that was, like, uh, worth mentioning. Oh, I got a copy of Face Off on VHS because it was in a quarter box. I, I like that movie. I think it's totally ludicrous, but I also think that it's pretty, pretty fun. That's the one where uh, Nicolas Cage and some other dude, like, trade faces. Oh, John Travolta. Nicolas Cage and John Travolta get their faces removed and put on each other's heads, and they somehow look identical to how they looked before, and everyone gets fooled. It's very, very silly, but I... I believe it was, uh, directed by what's that guy's name? The famous Chinese action director whose name is eluding me right now. Oh, John Woo. I was thinking, Chow Yun-Fat, and I'm like, no, dude, Yun-Fat is the guy who's the killer. He's not the guy who directed the killer. The guy who directed The Killer is, in fact, John Woo. And this was John Woo's first American movie when he was, like, a super hot property dude's a legend. But, uh, let's move a little bit forward. We gotta get ready to take this one home. I, uh, I'm watching Scooby-Doo right now. I don't know if you guys can hear it. If you can hear it in the background, there's a little bit of the do. Got some Scooby-Doo on HBO Max. I've been kind of kind of playing those in the background, trying to get into the Halloween spirit. Mystery fans, hold on to your ghosts, because here come the spookiest, most spine-tingling tales. Watch, Scooby-Doo, where are you? I'm here, at one with nature, clearing my mind, clearing my thoughts, getting myself prepared, spiritually, mentally, emotionally... I've what it's like to lose. This is World's Famous with your host, see Robots. Yeah, it's definitely that. This is uh World Famous with your host, Icy Robots, and I am back once again on the attack. Let's uh let's dig in quickly into our animal cards of the week. We're running we're running short on time, dudes. We only got so much on the good old Icy Robots radio server, and we gotta we gotta cut it short, as it were. But uh let's take a look at the uh, messages from your animal spirit guide cards from the great. The great, Stephen D. Farmer. The card, we're just going to go ahead and pull the one off the top. The card that we pulled this week is the Emu. The Emu said, this is a good time to go on a new adventure. You know what? New adventures are what keeps life fresh. I myself... I fall victim to not doing enough new adventures in life. It is a uh, weakness that I have. I kind of fall into uh, you know, just like a routine. And I go with that routine because it's easy. But it's important to get out there and do things you've never done before. It's important to do things that are exciting and different, man. You can always, you can always expand your mind. You can always get smarter. And the way that you get smarter is by doing new things. And we want to try and keep up the intelligence ratio on all you smart guys and gals out there. So... This next week this next week, let's try to be like the emu and let's do something we've never done before. Let's also be like the kiwi and try to keep up our walking meditation because it's important to get exercise each and every day. I want to give a shout out to my homie Mark. He's been doing it. I want to give a shout out to my homie Engineer Nerd. Homie's been eating almonds on his lunch, so that's a good step forward for you, my dude. Your next step is to be like the kiwi and get out there and walk every single day. I I got some, uh, some bad news in my life. It's a uh, bad news for the entire Bay Area. This is This is kind of last-minute breaking news stuff, but uh, the radio station that I listen to, Live 105, is no longer with us. It suddenly went off the air and was replaced with something called Random Radio, which is like, I don't know, they just play random songs. Live 105 was like the alt music station here in, in the San Francisco Bay Area, and it's been around, it's been around since like forever. You know, earlier, I was talking about the Fox The Fox represented all the metalheads, right? And then you had Live 105, which represented all the alt-kids. They would play, you know, you're the Cures, you're the Nirvanas, you're the Go-Go's, you're things like that. And it gave you, like, this nice little crosscut. Like, if you want to rock out, listen to the Fox. If you're feeling a little moody, a little down, a little Cure going over the Live 105. Live 105 has been, like, a Bay Area fixture forever, and I find that I'm taking this loss a little harder than I would have. I wasn't, I wouldn't say this was, like, my number one station. My number one station is 97.7 The River out of, uh, Guerneville. That's, like, a classic rock station that I listen to, like, all the time, but if, um, if we're heading away from Sonoma County, like, if we're heading into the Bay Area We just turn it on to Live 105 and leave it there the whole time. And it's always fine. It's always good. It's been kind of just a fixture in um, the wife and I's life for like, for like ever. And to think going forward, there's going to be no more Live 105. It's really, really sad. We live, uh... We live in like a major urban area, dude. This is the Bay Area. The idea of the Bay Area not having an alternative music station is just, it's just crazy to me. I love radio. I've always loved radio. And I realized that like a lot of you guys listen to satellite radio. A lot of you guys listen to podcasts and stuff. But when I'm in the car, when we're driving, I just like to turn on the radio. I just like to turn it on, let the DJ pick the hits let the dj kind of soothe me with their talk i enjoy it i love the radio i love the randomness of the radio the thing i like the most is like like independent radio the station uh, the the river i don't know if they're necessarily independent but they have like they have like live dj's in the studio like real like bay area people in in the studio and they talk and they play songs and they talk about the different songs the B-sides and the history of the music, and it's just, like, it's really nice to have these people talking to you about music, and Live 105 used to have a very similar format. They had DJs, they had, like, live people in the studio, they would, like, interview people, they would play songs and talk about the history of the bands, and it was just, like, it was really nice to hear this when you're driving around, and I'm very, very sad to think that I will never get that again. I'm also sad the way they did it. From what I understand is, like, they all of a sudden they just like flicked the switch. They just like flicked the switch, and all of a sudden, live one hundred and five was gone. Random radio was on, and they gave you no indication in any way. I'm just like, I I don't know, man. It's really, it's really sad to see something taken from real life like that. But uh, I don't know. We can't control these things. We can't dwell on them too much. You got to move forward. You got to find ways to uh. You got to find ways to cope. I find that like when something like this goes down like, it will be replaced at some point, hopefully. Like, somebody hopefully will go, you know, there's no alternative radio in San Francisco. That's really weird. Why don't we change the format of our station? Or why don't we, uh, make a new station for a while? Like, Live 105 did go off the air for a while. They switched, and then KFOG kind of picked up the slack, and they started playing a lot of the alternative music, and they picked up a lot of the DJs from Live 105. But then Live 105 ended up coming back, but then, it was short-lived. Well, if you, like, short-lived, you mean, like, a few years, and now it's... Now it's sadly probably gone forever, and I feel like the Bay Area is, uh... is at a loss for this. Radio is important, man. Radio's important, dude. You know how, like, back in the day when, like, cable came out, everybody got cable, and people, like, entirely stopped watching, like, over-the-air TV? Well, check it out. Now over-the-air TV is back, people are getting rid of cable, and they're just, like, putting antennas on their roofs and watching, um... watching sports and TV. I imagine there's gonna be a day... People go, you know, why am I paying for satellite radio? Why am I paying for this in my car when I could just, like, put an antenna up and hear all the music I want? I would imagine this day is going to come back because, dude, radio just travels on the air. It's free. It just floats around in the air. It's all around us at all times. It's free. I can't I can't beat the price when it comes to that. I can't imagine paying for satellite just to, like, just to, I don't know, hear music in my car. But uh, at, at any rate, this is me. I see Robots. This is the season finale of season one. Of world's Famous. What does that mean? I don't know. Not a bunch. It's just, uh, we hit a point where I felt like, this is a good time to, uh, take what's going on, look at it, examine it, think about the food cube cure, think about the food cubes, examine it, we'll be off next week, we're gonna have, uh, something really fun though, don't worry, it's not gonna be like a complete absence, I have an all new, all fun episode of... This Boring Life that I've been working on forever. It's about convenience stores. It's about my history hanging and banging at 7-Elevens, hanging and banging at Merv's Little Super, hanging and banging at the Circle K. I've I spent a lot of times at uh, convenience stores. I love them. I think they're great. And so we got like an hour of convenience store talk next week. I think the mail just came right now. The mailman comes earlier than he used to. I think I just heard him out there. But uh, we're going to have an hour of uh, This Boring Life next week. Then I think the week after that, I'm going to do a... um in audio history of the, uh, Marvel Universe. I don't know what character I'm gonna examine, but then we'll be back with more World's Famous. I just want to give you guys a couple weeks to ruminate about tab soda, ruminate about food cubes, and think about these things and what they could mean for the future. So, until we meet again here on the, uh, the World's Famous ship, we will, uh, I don't know, man, we'll be working on different things. It's gonna be fun. See you guys next week with... That this boring life. So until then, if you don't like the news, go out and make some uh, own All right, man, um, bring an on. And you know I got to have that. Some people, some people, some people, some people, some people listen for history.
2: Some people listen because they want a mystery. Some people listen then say we're whack. But if they
0: miss the show, they get the heart attack. Now look at you, you're sitting there.
1: blow
2: I see Robots Radio is a listener-supported endeavor If you like what we do here and you look forward to new programming Consider helping us to bring fun stuff every week by heading over to SupportTheReport.com and tossing a few pounds into the hat It's important to support things that you enjoy Thanks and have a great week SupportTheReport.com
1: Everybody love everybody. Right there up on the wall. Now from News 50. Ed Baut. And Doug Silvery with sports. Hello, this is Ed Bout with TV50 News. Food Cube zombies continue to run wild throughout Sonoma County. They have been seen outside Petrini's Market on 4th Street and over by Montgomery Village. They do not seem violent but are very confused and weird. More to come as the story breaks.
0: Is
2: robot's radio is in full effect for the 2-1.